We had a cross-section of members in today. We'll continue having cross-sections of members in. And while those conversations are going on, I've made no commitment. Oh, the week started so promising in Congress uh, as there was a bipartisan agreement on how much the Fed should spend for 2024. But the week is ending with some trouble for House Speaker Mike Johnson. He's still facing some criticism from members of the Freedom Caucus over this. Fox's Jared Halpern about to leave for Iowa. But before you go, trying to sort through a messy end of the week after we had some agreement. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe the new speaker can get some advice from Kevin McCarthy or John Boehner or um, Paul Ryan or any of the other uh, Republican House speakers who are facing the same kind of backlash, right? And, and listen, while he says no commitments have been made, that is not the way that Senate Republicans, Senate Democrats, and the White House view it. They say that this is a deal that has been reached, and it's now up to Congress to implement the appropriations for these top-line numbers that are getting a lot of backlash uh, again, from the Freedom Caucus, from uh, the right flank of um, uh, of the speaker. And listen, I think it, it presents the same challenge that it has presented for, you know, certainly him in the past and, and Kevin McCarthy. This is uh, a spending plan that can get passed, right? It has enough support from Democrats and Republicans uh, to get over the finish line. The question is, um, you know, the political side of it is that there's going to be backlash from from the conservative flank, from from the Freedom Caucus and others. And that's the challenge that uh, this new speaker, Speaker uh, Mike Johnson, is now facing. That being said, um, we did not anticipate that they would be able to pass some sort of CR or some sort of major appropriations bill this week. The, the appropriators got the top line numbers. They are going to have to work through that. Those negotiations, that process is moving forward. The Senate has started setting up votes for early next week to try and prevent what would be at least a partial government shutdown for, for a few agencies beginning next Friday. All right, we'll follow that story into next week, the big story that will happen on Monday. This is wrong with the college system right there. That's, As that's Governor DeSantis was interrupted a handful of times by protesters in Ames, Iowa, the latest uh, polls have him third in a state where he has gone all in and hit all 99 counties, spent a ton of money. We'll see what the ultimate result is from the Iowa caucuses on Monday. What are the storylines you're going to be following once you hit the ground there this weekend? Uh, one is going to be turnout. Um, you know, we have kind of joked about the weather there and how, you know, it's a hearty lot in Iowans are, are you know, prepared for, for cold weather. But the wind chills now are forecasted to be near record setting, Rich. This is not uh, cold weather to kind of be trifled with. And so I will be curious to see kind of if that has an impact on turnout. The other big storyline, you just pointed it out. It's Ron DeSantis, who has gone all in, so to speak, in Iowa. That 99-county tour uh, has not had much of an operation in New Hampshire, believing that his path forward uh, is a strong finish in Iowa. If he comes in third, if he comes in third well behind you know, Nikki Haley and number two, it's going to raise serious questions about how his campaign moves forward. Uh, that will be a big storyline. I, I Listen, and you can always be surprised in Iowa. The expectation certainly is that uh, Donald Trump is going to win this pretty handedly. Uh, but there are always more than one ticket out of Iowa. And, you know, those two and three spots become really important, especially when you have candidates like Haley and DeSantis trying to separate themselves from one another. Are either of them able to do that here uh, in the first uh, caucus uh, on Monday? Safe travels. Layer up, man. You're going to be part of our live coverage <laughs> starting at 8 p.m. on Monday night. We'll check in with you from Des Moines uh, during the uh, 9 a.m. hour of Jacksonville's Morning News next week.